Welcome to the Giants Huddle. Get him in the huddle. Get him in the huddle. Get him in the huddle. A New York Giants podcast. Welcome to the newest edition of the Giants Huddle podcast. I'm Lance Meadow. Today's guest will be the head football coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide, Nick Saban. Before we get to that conversation, a reminder, you can find the Giants Huddle podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms, Giants.com slash podcasts, and the Giants mobile app. Now let's get to our special guest. I had a chance to chat with Nick Saban about the Giants' second round pick this year, safety Xavier McKinney, as well as his connections to Big Blue's coaching staff. Coach Lance Meadow here on the Giants Huddle podcast. Appreciate the time today. I hope you and yours are safe and healthy. How's everything on your end? Doing well. I hope everything in New York is getting better and you all are safe and sound up there as well. Absolutely. Appreciate that, Coach. Well, Coach, McKinney played all over your defense. You lined him up at various positions, safety, in the box, in the slot. You used him as a blitzer. What is it about his skill set that you entrusted him to take on multiple roles? Well, I think, you know, Xavier has a lot of diversity as a player. Um, You know, he can play man-to-man. He's got pretty good ball judgment. He's a good tackler. He's got a lot of toughness. Uh, He's a very uh, instinctive and effective blitzer. He's got some burst and acceleration, you know, to um, come off the edge or blitz up the middle, and he's got enough power to take on a blocker if he needs to. So he he can do just about all the critical factors in terms of what we look for in a safety here. And uh, he was, as he got experience, he was smart enough to be able to play multiple positions. Um, So, you know, he played safety for us and what we called dime when we went to six defensive backs. And Played strong safety one year, free safety one year, so um, he's got a lot of diversity as a player. What's his biggest strength in your mind in terms of where he may be able to have the most significant impact with that Giants defense? Well, I I think the guy's got some dog in him. You know, he's a competitive guy. He's a playmaker. Uh, He was, you know, we, we have a production, you know, point system here that we use, and he was always, you know, high on that board because forces fumbles, shows up in the right place, does a good job of executing. He's instinctive. He's a quick reactor. Uh, he's got a burst. He can be a knockback tackler. So um, he's always been a real playmaker for us. And uh, I think uh, it comes in a lot of different ways, but that's probably his greatest strength is his production. You mentioned you view him as that alpha dog. I'm curious, how much coach did you rely on him to be the conduit between the coaching staff and the defense on the field in terms of communication as well as getting everyone set? All right. Well, as he got experience, uh, he learned how important it was to communicate. Uh, I think when young players, you know, when we get young players here, they're so worried about what they're supposed to do, they don't realize the importance of communication. And this past year, you know, X really took the bull by the horns and, you know, was the guy that ran the secondary and made a lot of calls and adjustments and understood that and, you know, sort of um, took that responsibility and ran with it. And I think that's an important thing for him at the next level. GM Dave Gettleman said they had a first-round grade on McKinney when he spoke to the media following the selection, and many projected him to go in round one. When you take into consideration his versatility and the resume you just laid out, Coach, how much of a steal was this for the Giants? I was, it was, uh, I think so. I, I think you know, he was the first safety taken. Uh, normally, statistically, there are two safeties picked in the first round, if you look at historical data. Uh, so he should have been a first-round pick, you know, based on historical information. And certainly as a player, uh, I think most people had him graded there. 
I just think sometimes, you know, in the draft when there's an overload at another position, like whether it's receiver, offensive line, whatever it is, you know, that guys don't always get picked where their grades is. So um, I think this was a really, really good pick for the Giants. And um, I, I think, you know, like I tell all the guys here, it's not where you get picked, it's what you do with the opportunity that you have. So don't worry so much about where you get picked. But you know, what you do after you get the opportunity. Well, and speaking of this opportunity, a unique offseason coach because of the fact that there's going to be very limited on-field workouts, given how much you challenge players, both mentally and physically within your defense, how well does that suit him to navigate an offseason like this as he makes the transition to the NFL? I think it'll be helpful to him because, you know, we, we do, you know, when I was a coach at the Dolphins or, you know, Bill Belichick's, defensive coordinator, you know, in um, Cleveland, you know, we do a lot of the same stuff here from a coverage standpoint, from a secondary standpoint. So, you know, our guys typically make good adjustments. I know a few years ago we had six guys that signed NFL contracts and five of them end up starting as rookies. So um, even though this will be a transition, I think most of the things uh, that X is going to be exposed to, he's probably done. We might call it something different. Uh, so uh, I, I think it'll be an easy transition for him. We're talking with the head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide, Nick Saban, here on the Giants Huddle Podcast. And, Coach, your coaching tree has quite the presence on the current Giants staff. Joe Judge was a special teams assistant for you at Alabama for three seasons from 2009 to 2011. What did you see in him that may have given you an inkling that he had head coaching material in him? Well, you know, when Joe was here, he was a young guy, very bright. Uh, enthusiastic, great teacher, um, really good relationships with the players, uh, had lots of leadership um, qualities about him um, because of the example that he said and the energy and enthusiasm he had on a daily basis, and he was really smart, you know, had a good understanding of football. So um, no surprise to me that, you know, Joe um, has gotten to this point in his career uh, and we certainly wish him well. Uh, he did a fantastic job here for us. It certainly doesn't hurt that Joe Judge has had a front row seat to watching you in action as well as Bill Belichick over the last decade, but more often than not, first-time head coaches are compared to their mentors, and you've seen many of your former assistants work their way up the coaching ladder, and Judge now has the opportunity to shape his own identity, build his own culture. So what would be your advice to him in terms of navigating his first season as now the official head man? Yeah, I don't think it's really fair uh, that you know, when you have former assistants on your staff, they get compared to their mentors because, you know, we all have different situations. I mean, you know, we, we've had the chance to establish our program, establish our team, get the kind of players that we want. And when you come into a new situation, you got to, number one, be yourself, be who you are. Don't try to be somebody else, um, you know, and uh, do things the way you want to do them. And, um, you know, get the kind of players that you want. Uh, and it takes some time to build that. Uh, I don't, you know, totally know the giant situation. You know, we're, when you're in college, you don't get to see NFL games all the time on Sunday because we work. 
Uh, but I know Joe will do a really good job of doing that. But I think that's the most important thing. Don't try to be like somebody else. Be, be who you are. Well, and as I mentioned, it's not just Joe Judge you have a connection to. If there's anyone who has been with you at Alabama the longest, it likely was new Giants running backs coach Burden Burns, who arrived at Bama with you in 2007. He has a great track record, coach, as you well know, developing NFL running backs. Mark Ingram, Derek Henry certainly come to mind. What is his presence going to do for both Judge as well as somebody like Saquon Barkley? Well, I, I think, you know, first of all, Burton's a very fundamental type, per, you know, running back coach. And uh, he really has a really good grasp of how players need to press holes, read plays, read blocks. Um, and uh, he's really helped in the development of our players here, you know, because of that. Because a lot of guys that are great running backs, especially when we get them, they just get the ball run with it. You know, they don't understand that you're setting up blocks and you're helping people create holes by how you actually, you know, take the correct steps and take the right, you know, uh, have, have the right, you know, point of attack uh, relative to aiming point and how that's going to impact and affect your chances to have a successful run on that particular play. Same thing in pass protection, you know, breaks it down, players understand it, um, you know, so... Burton's just a really good fundamental coach. He's got a great personality. Players love him. Uh, they love playing for him. And uh, he does a really good job. But he will get on them now and, and, you know, confront and demand that they do things uh, at a certain level, which is uh, was always, you know, something with some of the high-profile guys we had here that he did extremely well. Coach, before I let you go, as I mentioned, you have a number of connections to the Giants coaching staff, and you have a number of connections across the league because of the fact that you have developed so many coaches. When a team like the Giants can turn to somebody like you because they have established relationships with you, how much does that help in terms of the evaluation and trust factor of determining what players to select? Well, I think that's up to every organization. You know, we've had a lot of guys that come out of here and had successful careers, and um, I think it's because they understand process, you know, they understand uh, accountability. Um, you know, somebody's going to define an expectation and the standards you have to do something and you need to learn how to live up to it. That's what we try to teach guys here and uh, that's a way of the world and uh, I think they need to understand that when they go to the next level and uh, I think it helps them develop and focus on development uh, so that they can improve and make a contribution to the organization and, I think the track record of a lot of guys doing that makes people a little more comfortable, you know, taking our players knowing that they've kind of gone through that process here. He is the head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide, Nick Saban, as the Giants selected Xavier McKinney in the second round of this year's draft. Coach, greatly appreciate the time and the insight. I hope you and yours continue to stay safe and healthy, and hopefully we'll get back on the field sooner rather than later. Thanks so much. All right, thank you. Thanks again to Alabama football head coach Nick Saban for joining me here on the Giants Huddle podcast, and thank you all for listening. A reminder, you can find the Giants Huddle podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a positive review. You can also find it on the Giants mobile app and on Giants.com slash podcast, where you can find all of our podcast offerings, including Big Blue Kickoff Live, our daily talk show covering all the latest news surrounding the team. I'm Lance Meadow. We'll speak to you next time right here on the Giants Huddle Podcast.